Hello and welcome to Soap Secrets. Now, um, I think we need to have a little chat about neighbours. Claire is joining me and, uh, well... Hi, Hannah. There is a bit of a protest going on about this, isn't there? Bit of a petition. Massive shock. What's this all about? Why? How has this happened? Well, so it's very interesting, neighbours. It's very popular in Britain. So, and it's very popular, um, you know, it can do, like, it can, some of the episodes can do a million. That's quite a good figure. And, yeah. um, but over in, over in Australia, it's, it's, does maybe a hundred thousand. Oh, wow. Really? And it's on some channel called 10 Peach. It's not a, an Australian channel most people have heard of. So oh. in an effort to keep it going for the UK market, Channel 5 have been picking up a lot of the production costs. So in a way they are part producing it with Fremantle. Mm. So, you know, Channel 5 have have moved it till six o'clock. It was at half past five. It's just not bringing in the revenue for them to splash that amount of cash. Wow. So it's game over. It is game over on Channel 5. So um, anyone else going to step into the breach, do we think? Or do we think that's it? That is what all the Neighbours fans are desperate for. And I would imagine the actors... Because some of those actors have been on that show for years. Well, they really have, haven't they? I mean, they're through and through. They're sort of very typecast, I'd say. And it would be a shame, wouldn't it? You know, it gave us a Carly Minogue, Jason, Jason Donovan. Um, you know, so uh, it's an end of an era, unless another backer yes. can be found. No, that feels, that feels very, very sad. A real end of an era. Well, right, well, we can keep, keep the petition going and... Uh, uh, and, and all keep our fingers and toes crossed. But meanwhile, it's a big week in Corey this week and there's no signs of this show ever stopping, thank goodness. No, so the first breaking news is that um, Alexandra Mardell, who plays the lovely Emma, Steve's daughter, Emma, she, she's quit. Yeah, I, so I was going to ask you about this. So what's happened? She's She's been on it for four years and I think she probably wants to to you know to try hand at something different yeah i think a lot of people do don't they very quickly because they don't don't want to get you know um typecast yeah oh wow okay so that's that's the big news um which lots of fans won't be pleased about but also we we've got the um well you'll remember the trial for seb's murder when kelly and Corey boasted trial and kelly was found guilty that was that was crikey that was back in autumn wasn't it but that's that comes back this week it does. It comes back to haunters. So I, I, I'm sure the Corey fans haven't forgot. I just forgotten about this, but uh, I just wanted to remind people. Yeah, when Kelly was found guilty and Corey was found innocent, we saw an upset Abby have a one night stand with Imran, didn't we? We did, yeah. And then at Christmas, she had a pregnancy scare, didn't she? She did. So we've got so we've got all of that. So this is all bubbling on. So um, last. Last week, Imran's partner, Toya, confided in Abby that Imran yeah. had had a one-night stand. That's a bit awkward, isn't it, given it's the person, yep, uncomfortable. That must have been just awful for her. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, no one knows that the pair have slept together. So, um, you know, Toya doesn't know that it was Abby, but she knows that Imran was unfaithful. So, this week, Abby is set to officially adopt Kev's son, Jack. Yeah. Now that's lovely, isn't it? That that's is really lovely, nice. Yeah. So um, they have a, a court hearing, and to celebrate, uh, Kevin Jack decide to take Abby away on a holiday to Bridlington, as 
and um, they've got a swanky, a really swanky camper van. You know, one of those <laughs> ones that you just go, wow. Does that go hand in hand? Yeah, it does. That's the snob in me coming out. <laughs> one of those lovely ones. So, um, but things are playing on Abby's mind. And when she and Sally enter the bistro for dinner and discover Toya and Imran celebrating their engagement, because this brings it all back for poor Abby, she confesses to Sally, you know, Kev's ex, and they have a very good relationship, Kev and Sally, despite the fact they're divorced, um, that she slept with someone behind Kev's back. Sally's not the person to really confide in, I wouldn't say. I mean, Sally can't keep her mouth shut. She's a total gossip anyway. And she has Kev's best interest at heart. She does, still. Yeah, she does. Yeah. So this is a moment that Abby regrets. And after the adoption hearing is reconvened until mid-March... Uh, Kev, Abby and Jack get start off anyway for Bridlington but um, Abby leaves a message on Sally's mobile phone begging her not to tell Kev and as Sally returns her call um, and Abby accepts the call she's unaware that her phone has connected to the camper van's Bluetooth Oh my goodness Has Kevin discovered the shocking truth? That, do you know, that is such a good storyline because that can... Although, having said that, I don't know if you've ever done that. If it does connect, you can tell. I, I have mine turned off. I don't have Bluetooth Bluetooth active, so I always have mine on. So you can't... So if so this does happen sometimes. If I'm, so I'm walking out the station, I'm being picked up, my Bluetooth will kick into the car that's waiting down the road. My call transfer to the car. Well, funnily, I don't have any secrets, so it's absolutely fine. But... Um, you do notice, so I'm surprised she doesn't notice because it goes quiet in your ear. But anyway, I'm looking, this is a soap panel. I'm getting far too uh, caught up in the detail here. Um, let's go back to the fact, do we, th- you're not going to tell me, are you? No. Has Kevin discovered the shocking truth? Yeah. And there's, and there's another shock for fans this week because um, Lydia finally comes between Sarah and Adam. And, and, and we know that it was Lydia that was trolling Adam. And she's been feeding Sarah the story about her married lover. So this is, all comes to a bit of a head. It does. So, so Lydia took, took umbrage about something that Adam said. So Adam and Lydia had had a romance at, at university. Ah. Oh. He just dismissed her as, as a minor minor romance nothing that he could even barely remember which 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 upset Lydia and we want to know why that upset her I mean to do this sort of thing there has to be something big um and so yes so she's been trolling Adam and she's been telling you know Sarah all about her married lover and all she's getting all this lingerie out and everything and showing it and this week she's got all her ducks in a row and Sarah suddenly comes to the wrong conclusion that Adam is Lydia's married lover oh and 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 um when Lydia shows Sarah Adam's um the the hotel and lingerie receipts which she's managed to fake um Adam insists that Lydia is lying but will Sarah believe him because he has already cheated on her with Carla yeah that's the trouble so it's already a bit dodge anyway it's massively dodge this is going to go somewhere this this is not the end of it and you know I, I you know so you know you can ask lots of things Lydia has a son maybe the son is Adam's you know, she does have a son. I, I love the way these intertwined and you bring back things you've almost forgotten about. They're very good at that. Okay, so 
Moving to Emmerdale, the Dales. Um, last week we saw Vinny do something very romantic uh, on Valentine's Day and he proposed to Liv. Um, and so this week they're secretly engaged. They are secretly engaged. So I think this wow. is lovely. I love Vinny. I think he's lovely. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. He's really, he's, he's one of the really nice characters. He's always smiling and he's really good with Mandy and, and, and he's, he's, a gen, he's genuinely nice. And I think, you know, this is lovely for him. Yeah, but they're, but they're going to consider eloping, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> so we, we know that Mandy loves her son Vinny very much. We know that. But we also know that drama surrounds Mandy and the Dingle clan, don't we? We do. Yeah, yeah. There's never, there's never the Dingles without an issue. Nope. So, so Vinny and Liv are considering eloping because I, I think they want a quiet wedding without a Dingle drama. Yeah, and I, and I do get that. <laughs> I mean, I really do get that. <laughs> but Mandy would, well, she'd be devastated, wouldn't she? I mean, she. I mean, you, she. She needs to get that hat and that that outfit, doesn't she? And we need to see it. We need to see her standing at the front of the church in a leopard skin dress with a leopard skin hat, you know, beaming as the groom's mother. That's what we need yeah. to see. And I and and but they do make up their mind. This is short lived. We don't. So we don't wait for long to know whether they're going to do it or not, do we? No, because Vinny has a registrar friend who has a vacant spot. Right. And they must be hard to come by because they always, you always have to wait ages, don't you? But anyway. Especially at the moment, post-COVID. <laughs> everyone's backed up wanting to get married. So, yes, he's got a, he's got a vacant spot. And, um, you know, he says, he says to Liv, shall we do it? And they're a bit unsure. Um, and um, their minds get made up while attending Chaz's birthday lunch because Chaz and Mandy overhear part of a conversation they're having with Laurel and decide that Liv is back on the booze. And that no. causes all sorts of drama. And this, this just says, they just go, no, I'm, we're not dealing with this. We're going to elope. I, I'm not sure which I prefer. The, the trouble from having a wedding in front of them or the, the trouble of not telling them. <laughs> so they turn up at the register, register office in the finery and Mandy realises that the pair are missing and she blows up Vinnie's phone. What do you mean she blows up Vinny's phone? Well, you know, she starts ringing it constantly. Oh, I see. She just keeps going over and over and over. Okay. Oh, they're not going to go through with it. You don't want the wrath of the Dingles, do you? I think it would really hurt Mandy. I think it would... I, I don't want to see Mandy crushed. No. Yeah. You'd, I, I, well, you need to see her outfit. <laughs> um, okay. Um not also not plain sailing in the in, in the woolly either is it this week we still got the matter i can't talk about this because i don't want to still spoil it because you know when this comes out we are we are right in the middle of the wedding um so we still have massive fallout from the wedding going on for this week um yeah. yes and it's not plain sailing at the woolly either so we know that charity and her son ryan bought the pub who would have thought that well, yeah, I can't, I, I, no, I can't believe it either. Yeah, I think I was, I was thinking Kim maybe was going to buy it, but uh, she bought into Tate Haulage or into what used to be Tate Haulage. Mm. It's quite nice though. It's sort of kept it still villagey, hasn't it? It's the best of you know the scenarios. So Marlon's got his job back as a chef. But Charity and Mac aren't sold on his new menu, so this must be a real slap in his face because he, as co-owner, he ran the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. 
So it's a massive slap in the face. And Chaz, who didn't get her job back, is making waves as she ridicules Charity's plans for the pub. So there's kind of war in the dingles between the two cousins. War trouble in the dingle clan, shall we say. <laughs> um, okay, so over to Hollyoaks. Um, Grace holds a traffic light party at the loft. So, Hannah, can I ask you, do you know what a traffic light party is? No, I feel like I should know, though. I feel like I'm very old. Because I had to look it up. Yeah, what is it? So you go in... A traffic light party is where you go in either um, green, yellow or red. So red means yeah, you're off... as an outfit. Yes, as an yeah. outfit. So yeah. red means you're off, you're, you're off limits. Um, yellow means you're not sure. And green means you're available. Oh, my goodness me. That is absolutely genius. I love it. That is so funny. I reckon the Ambers, they're they're the ones that everyone wants to kind of, you know, turn, aren't they? (laughs) Okay, but we know that parties don't really go that well in Hollyoaks. No, they don't, do they? Um, It's always, there's always drama at a party, especially a traffic light party when someone's turning up amber when they should be turning up red. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, there's that. And Warren's um, suffering from seizures. Yes, yes, he's still still got all these seizures and he's in pain and he volunteers to do security because he wants to, he doesn't want to, he wants to prove how tough he is because Warren's a tough guy. Yeah, I'm not ill. (laughs) Yes, Um, and um, Honour Dave and Sam attend and after some taunting from policeman Sam, Warren lashes out with serious consequences and it looks like it's more than hangovers all round. Oh dear. So... What's, what's mm. going on with Warren? And when he finally tells his son Joel about his seizures, because he hasn't told anyone, and Joel fails to get Warren to go to the hospital because he's a tough man, can he, can he be persuaded to tell Maxine what's going on? And later we see Warren hiding a bag full of secrets. Yeah, that's not a surprise. That part is not surprising. <laughs> um, and over at the school, Demarcus and Leah find alcohol in the caretaker's closet... Um, but instead of sort of handing it in, they just have a little bit of fun. Yes. Well, they, you know, they're they teenagers. Yeah. Why <laughs> they not? Found, they found alcohol. So Jean-Paul, who is struggling to hide his alcohol withdrawal symptoms, suddenly hears that the school alarm has gone off and he races over there and discovers a frightening scene. Oh. But when he's labelled hero of the day, is he really... Oh, it's maybe something he's done that's yes. caused the problem. Yes. Oh dear, that's always a bit awkward, isn't it? Do you then cough up to it or do you just, just take it and <laughs> keep your head down? <laughs> okay, finally, EastEnders. Um, we've got to be heading for the big reveal in the grey storyline, haven't we? Well, it must be coming up shortly, I would think. Um, it, it, you know, we've seen on, on screen... Um, they, sh- they showed you the body under the floorboard. So, yeah, exactly. So that's just ripe for being found. Poor it old really Tina. is. It, well, you'd think that, but, you know. Yeah. But we've thought that for a while, haven't we? Yes, yes. I feel like it needs to... It's, it's like the Mina thing. It kind of has to in the end, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so okay. Last, so last week we saw Kira troll Grey with a fake this, email yeah. account. We liked that, didn't we, the storyline? We liked it. I really liked that, because he set it up in Chantel's name, so it really is creepy. Yeah, really creepy. And things come to a head between the two men this week, and Kira continues to push at Grey because he thinks he can get him to crack. Um, 
But as um, Kirat and Grey face each other and they both struggle to keep their anger in check, accusations fly and the two come to blows. Called fisticuffs, okay. fisticuffs. Oh, really? And one of them is left fighting for their life, but who is it? Well, well I mean, I suppose it would be better to be Grey because, of course, you know, he's the murderer and we just want him gone, but also he doesn't face his justice that way. No. Mm. We need justice uh, for Chantelle. But leaving the whole grey thing aside, I think it's my favourite thing. Cat proposes to Phil this week. I know. What's he going to say? I mean, how many times has he been married, for goodness sake? Well, it's interesting that he's been... He, I thought he'd been married loads and loads of times, but he's actually only been married four times. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I thought it was double figures by now. Yeah, I would. But he has dated a lot of lovely ladies. Yeah, maybe it's that that we're thinking of, rather yeah. than the actual wedding bells. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not bad, is it, for a man who's not known for his wooing technique? So we had the first was Nadia. Yep. In '93. Yes. Um, we had Kathy in '95. Yeah. Kathy, everyone can remember Kathy. That was his one great love, really, right? Um, Kate Morton in 2002. Um, and then he nearly married Stella Crawford in 2007. She was abusing Ben, but it all came to light on their wedding day, and then she fell to her death. Or was she pushed? Or was she pushed? Or was she pushed, yeah. I I, I know she's not technically a marriage one, but he did get into his suit, so... (laughs) We'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) And then in 2014, Sharon married Phil. 20 years after Sharon Gate... Do you remember Sharon Gate? 23 million people tuned in to watch Grant discover that Sharon and Phil were having an affair... 23 million, are you serious? No, yeah, that's right. What are the viewing figures now? Well, it's about three and a half. (gasps) Gosh, what a change. Yes. From 20 years ago. I mean, I presume that's just all the different channels we've got going on has had a real effect on these yes, kind of things. Yes, yes. You can, yes, I mean, this was, you know, this was 1990, around about 1994, um, Sharon Gate. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not even sure Channel 5 was was around then. Um, not, do you know what? Um, I don't know. Forget when it has. But I suppose when you've got less to watch, you've got 23 million, that's just incredible. But it was it? a great great storyline and they were at the height of their powers Sharon Grant and Phil you know and they'd just come in in the night you know Sean um, Grant and, and Phil had come in, in about 1990 with Peggy Barbara Windsor yeah. fabulous Barbara Windsor and they were in the pub and it was it was really good and and you know the, she married the wrong brother and she, she had an affair behind you know those brothers were tight tight yeah that was a terrible thing that happened there and, but Sharon, you know, I talk about Kathy, but Sharon probably actually, in retrospect, probably was the real love of yeah. his life, wasn't it? But yeah. can he move on with Kat? Yeah. Willie, you know, let's face it, um, Kat can give uh, Sharon a run for her money, so... Yeah, I mean, they make quite a good pair, but doesn't seem, still doesn't seem quite right. Somehow. No. No. But mm. he's been really good to Tommy, and we, we know one thing about Phil is that he's a family man, and, and he just takes on other people's children's, Jamie and, and uh, sorry, Jay and stuff, and, um, and, and Keanu before he's, he slept with Sharon and things, and he just, he just brings them into the Mitchell business, shall we say. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just I'm might not be legal. <laughs> <laughs> What's new? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he does. He, 
he, you know, so he's trying to help Tommy who's being bullied and he's being really, really nice to Kat's son, Tommy. And so he's a really good family man. He is a family man. There is, there is that. But it just seems, um, I don't know, it feels... Um, I'd be surprised if he says yes. I'm not sure which way I'm falling. <laughs> you have hmm. to tune in and find out. You have to find out, aren't I? Right, well, that is it from Soap Secrets this week. Lots and lots going on. We'll be back next week and we will be talking about whether Phil said yes or whether he said no. The fallout from that, the fallout from the traffic light party, which I'm now going to Google. Um, <laughs> and until then, have a great week. We'll see you then. Bye.